Hi, this is Jessica with Visalia's podcast. I'm out here with Tim Heyer. We're at Wildflower Cafe sitting outside in Exeter. And I'm going to interview him and talk to him about the deaf and hearty hearing program here in Tillery County, future program. We're going to talk about early literacy programs for children and how to help the people who haven't gone to college to understand the importance of college when it comes to their children. So stay tuned. Hi, this is Tim Heyer, and I'm running for Tulare County Superintendent of Schools. Uh, very excited about the opportunity to make a difference for all kids in Tulare County. So, Tim, I'm really excited to talk to you. I talked to Craig Wheaton a couple weeks ago, and I, I'm just going to go straight to it. I have three children that are hard of hearing, that wear hearing aids. And the reason that I feel like I want to talk to you today is because not only do um, my, my kids have special needs, but a lot of my friends' kids have special needs. And after I posted a little article I wrote for Craig, um, we talked about, you know, that the deaf and hard of hearing program needs to come to the Valley. There's a school in Fremont. There's a school down south in Riverside. But there's nothing for the deaf and hard of hearing kids here in Tulare County. And what are your, what are your you know, thoughts about having a program, a deaf and hard of hearing school here in the Central Valley instead of sending them off to Fremont? Well, of course, we would love to keep our kids right here uh, where their families are, where their family businesses and their places of employment are. Uh, it's very important that we provide as much opportunity for those kids uh, as well as every other kid right here at home in their homeschool district. Uh, in fact, yesterday I spent some time yesterday, uh, at the Tulare County Office of Education Hearing Impaired Office talking with those folks about what their challenges are and what they're seeing with the needs of our students and what they see as uh, the potential moving forward. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I feel like um, the hard of hearing community they want to reach out, right? But they're kind of scared of what the answers are going to get. It's 2018 and we still don't have a school. So um, are you, you know, would you be willing to work with a deaf and hearty community or me or some other parents to see what we can do to bring a school here to Tulare County? Absolutely. You know, partnerships are essential in this day and age with uh, funding the way it is, both at the state and federal level. Uh, we need to create partnerships uh, in order to bring resources to all of our children. Uh, the federal government certainly isn't funding schools uh, to, to meet the need of our growing population of students with special needs. Uh, and so we're going to need to reach out and form partnerships. And I think if you look at my track record and history, I've... Uh, a long history of building those relationships and bringing partnerships to bring resources past uh, general obligation bonds uh, as an ag teacher brought industry in uh, to help fund projects for kids to learn how to weld uh, for kids to learn how to 
work with small engines and large engines uh, to improve facilities at the school farm. Uh, all of those types of things when I was an agriculture teacher and then as an administrator, uh, making sure that our career days are successful, um, making sure that we have programs for adults after school uh, and that we also have childcare so that those adults can access those services um, after their long day at work. I was actually involved with a program through PTA called School Smarts. And yes, you're right. I liked it because I was able to go to this program, learn about the education system with these other women. There are the mothers. And they were asking questions like, how can I make sure that my child, when, you know, when he goes to high school, he's going to get scholarships for college? I mean, very smart questions. And these women have never even stepped foot on college campus. What can you do for the parents who have never attended college, who uh, probably don't even you know, know a lot of English? What are you going to do to help that? Because I know 67% of Tulare County is in poverty level. 13% of people from Tulare County only obtained their, their bachelor's. I mean, San Luis Obispo, they get 30% of those kids get their bachelor's. So what can we do to make sure that we get that 13% and at least double it if we elect Tim Heyer for county superintendent? Well, there's a couple of things. When I was in Woodlake and then here in Exeter, we brought in the PK program, which is the Parent Institute for Quality Education, uh, which is a program uh, based out of Fresno office that holds courses for parents, teaches them how to access the school system for their children teaches them about what questions to ask their teachers, what questions to ask in the office, uh, the importance of grade point average, how important it is that names on birth certificates, uh, social security numbers, and then school records all line up so the students are eligible for financial assistance after they graduate high school. The second uh, part of that would be partnering with the uh, Sequoia Adult Ed Consortium, uh, who works with the Workforce Investment Board and other entities in Tulare County uh, alongside school districts to educate adults, provide job training, uh, English as a second language. Um, and again, I get back to education is uh, the gatekeeper. Uh, we can overcome lots of barriers by educating parents. Uh, we know we have lots of second language learners, uh, adults that don't speak English that, that uh, could benefit from acquiring that language. Uh, and so doing all of those things, affording those opportunities uh, for them to access the language, have coursework, get some job training skills, uh, and, and work themselves into a higher paying career uh, that then can um, lead to a better quality of life for their students that's amazing awesome i like i like what you're talking about it really makes me think okay so we're gonna take a quick break and then talk some more with tim Heyer. so you just told me right now that you spent 15 years in woodlake california what was your role there and and what did you learn from woodlake um, I started out my teaching career at Woodlake as an agriculture teacher. Uh, my first year as an agriculture teacher, uh, we, we revamped a, a program that was in, in uh, need of, of regeneration. And so uh, we built the program back to a very respectable program, uh, took kids all up and down the state to participate in career development activities through the FFA program. Um, and then worked alongside with other teachers on the high school campus and at the middle school campus. We developed a career exploratory wheel so kids got exposure to art and business and home economics um, and got exposure to that for about a six-week period during their freshman year that, that uh, um, 
balanced out the the health requirement that all freshmen used to have. And then I moved to administration and, and as the high school assistant principal and principal, I, I worked with kids and staff in the community to uh, make sure that we had the uh, really high percentage of our Q students meeting the A through G requirements, a uh, huge number of scholarships and financial aid. And I mean, you can tell the listeners the A through G requirements. I mean, not just anyone knows what that is. Right. Explain that. That's the California State University and University of California minimum entrance requirements. It's a, the, a series of courses that, that students must complete in high school in order to be eligible to go right to one of those four-year universities. So if you're a parent, you really need to understand um, what this is. And, and with Tim Hire, he said he wants to help you as a parent to understand this so that's what's great to know that if tim if you become you know county superintendent he's actually wanting to help the parents to understand the education system better and i bet and wood lake you saw the the parents ever talked to you what was what would the parents tell you because of these programs well, we had great reception, uh, you know, following the PK program, uh, parents coming into the office, just the number of parents just skyrocketed, uh, asking good questions, wanting to get more involved and understanding uh, what the needs of their students are and how we at the school were meeting them. Um, we can do only what we can do with kids. I think it's essential to have parent partnerships uh, here in Exeter. Uh, we brought the PK program here. We actually were recognized by the PK uh, program in Fresno uh, at our Lincoln site for all the things that are doing they're doing at Lincoln Elementary of bringing parents in and, and helping them be a part of the education. Um, you know, we have a um, a duty and a responsibility uh, as an educational leader to make sure that all of our kids graduate with options, not just one option. And so exposure to vocational education programs, the arts, music, um, all of those things are so essential to the core academics of math and English language arts and science and social science. So uh, that's been something that I've prided myself on as a teacher um, and as an administrator supporting those programs for kids. How long were you a teacher for, Tim? I taught for four years in the agriculture department. That's awesome. And then after you taught, what did you do? I was assistant principal at Woodlake High School, uh, and then principal, and then made a jump right from high school principal to superintendent in Woodlake. All right. And so what year were you starting as a superintendent in Woodlake? Uh, I was superintendent in Woodlake from 2007 to 2012, and then I've been superintendent in Exeter since 2012. So we can say your experience in this. Yeah, so we, we know that you, you're, you're going to do great as a county superintendent because you've done this. And what do you do now? Um, I'm in my 12th year as a superintendent, seventh year here in Exeter. Uh, during that time, uh, graduation rates uh, have risen. Uh, we've worked collaboratively with our Courage to Change program, which is a, a home for youth that uh, are sent to Exeter through the judicial system from outside of Tulare County, and, and we're working to, to uh, improve the educational component. They do a fantastic job uh, addressing behaviors and substance, um, and, and we're working a alongside them to help improve the education. Uh, we've been able to improve facilities, uh, improve technology. We're now a one-to-one -one device uh, school district where every student has access to an electronic device uh, each and every day in every classroom, uh, as well as our instructors. And uh, again, then support all the other programs. Our mock trial program has been outstanding. Our, our band programs are, are growing and uh, always a shining star for our school district here and um, of course our agriculture department has been a nationally recognized agriculture department uh, 
five out of the last six years. Wow, that's amazing. All right, well, quick break, and we're going to just talk a little bit more with Tim Heyer, and we'll see what he has to say for education and parents here in Tulare County. Mental health, I like to bring that up because, you know, it's a personal topic for me. I was reading online, actually saw a video on uh, Facebook that Fresno Unified School District has a mental health program for special needs kids. And I see that a lot when I taught, when I subbed, when I worked, when I volunteered at my son's school, that a lot of kids... They, they had these, um, they, would, they would say, oh, they have uh, anger issues or, oh, he's a bully. But, you know, bullies are bullied and then they bully other people. And bullying is just something that's going on every day in our school systems, every day in every, you know, every part of the world. But in Tillery County... I feel like it's very high, especially because we are at 67% poverty level. And they are, I mean, it's connected, that poverty level and uh, mental health and substance abuse and, uh, 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 you know, abuse in general is linked, right, to poverty. So what can we do to help these kids at school? Is there a mental health program that you can probably implement here in Tulare County to help our children? Well, I belong to a national organization of superintendents uh, who recently got together this past summer to talk about school safety. And, and one of the components of that was social emotional development uh, and the, the importance of that, especially at an early age for children. Uh, so we're looking into uh, that curriculum and how that curriculum can be uh, interwoven into the day-to-day academic curriculum because we are seeing that the social-emotional well-being of our students uh, plays a huge role in their academic performance and the safety of our schools. Uh, when we look nationally at statistics that uh, we don't want to talk about but have to talk about, uh, school violence, um, all those, the school violence that you can um, identify on a national level, large-scale school violence, talking about school shootings, unfortunately, uh, are linked to social-emotional issues. And so dealing with those at a very young age, teaching kids coping skills um, and developing their self-esteem can hopefully uh, diminish uh, school violence over the long run. Yeah, you know, and I really agree with you on that, that the self-esteem... I mean, that's a huge thing. I mean, I, I remember that they told me as a teacher, they would say, Jessica, do you know that sometimes kids come to school because they're safer at school than at home? And and I remember having to call CPS a couple times as a teacher. And that was sad for me. I mean, that was a, but because, you know, you're a mandated reporter, you have to do that. So these children, they're living these lies. They're not lives. They're not they're not honest with a lot of people because they're afraid of the consequences at home. So do you know any programs that are implemented or that you're a part of right now? Or, you know, you talked about that with your, the superintendent, you said, what was it that you went to this past summer? Yeah. The, the insert is, is what it's called national center for educational research and technology. It's a group of about 85 superintendents that gather twice a year. Uh, and we had a special session this summer, uh, all around school safety. Um, and we had national experts around social emotional development. Uh, we had national experts around school violence. Uh, we had uh, law enforcement present. Uh, and we went through um, scenarios, programs that are out there. There's everything out there now from uh, social um, 
media monitoring systems uh, that you can purchase and uh, parents can purchase that well parents can purchase some safety for their uh, children's social uh, social media Mm -hmm. through a different organization but what I'm talking about is having a contract with a third-party organization that has a word bank of quite a large number of words that um, they monitor social media and then when those words come up in social media and they can tie it to your geographic region your school your town your community uh, then you get an alert on your cell phone Um, and it's another way to try to combat uh, suicide and school violence by monitoring social media so we need to make sure that we're looking into those things developing partners such as those um, because we all have to be aware uh, the signs are out there. If you read the research on school shootings, there were warning signs that uh, needed to be recognized. And hopefully then if we're better at recognizing those signs, we can stop those kinds of uh, incidences altogether. Uh, I was fortunate enough to participate in a five-day training with the National Center for uh, Missing and Exploited Children out of Washington, D.C., uh, and worked on communication with law enforcement, uh, worked on looking at those signs uh, that something is uh, in the works and potentially could be happening uh, in or around your school community or your local community. Um, And so that coupled with uh, my relationship with our local police department and our sheriff's department, uh, I think is something that I would add as the county superintendent to really help all of our districts build those relationships with those key partners. Yes, yes. And actually, so I was talking to um uh, Brian Petrugian and I said, you know, we need to help the community to just trust the law enforcement because he said like the media really paints a, a, a skewed version of uh, the, the police. And, and I said, you know what? I was in their program. I went to the LAPD department when I was little. I, I, I respect the police. I mean, you call 911, they show up. And, and I, I think that's another reason I started this podcast because I see that, you know, other media outlets are, are not showing the whole truth, right? And I really feel like, you know, Exeter Police, Visalia Police, they really work well with the community to keep it safe. I mean, like, look, we're sitting out here right now in Exeter. I feel safe. I, it's beautiful. It's nice. When I'm in Visalia, I just said that, that I can go out shopping at night, right? And then the police are there. You know, I feel safe. So as parents, we need to trust the authorities were, right? Yeah, it's really important. Uh, law enforcement has a difficult job. Uh, They put their lives on the line every day for all of us. Um, And so, um, you know, unfortunately, sometimes uh, incidents that happen regarding law enforcement, we never get the full truth. Um, But I respect greatly what they do and and admire them for putting it all on the line for us each and every day. Uh, And I think that's part of why I reach out to them and want to include them when we uh, are doing things like writing the safe school plan. Uh, One of the first things I did here in Exeter was bring on a school resource officer um, and said, I want you to concentrate on the lower grades because I want you to build a relationship so that students see you as a friendly face, not somebody that they need to run from. Exactly. That's awesome. And that's why I always say they should bring back the D.A.R.E. program. All right. We're going to take a quick break and then uh, finish this podcast off. So, Tim, I like that we were talking right now about manners and children respecting. Tell me a story that you're going to tell me right now. I tell a story about a young man who um, 
about three years after he graduated from high school, I ran into him. And, and uh, because as an ag teacher, you build such close relationships with your students, uh, it's great to run into them. And, and I've been uh, introduced to family members, children, wives, and so on. But to this particular incident, uh, a young man came up to me and he said, hey, Mr. Hire, how are you? You know, the, the usual uh, salutations. And uh, I asked, of course, how are you and, and what are you up to these days? And he said, well, you won't believe it. He said, I, I got this great job working for pesticide uh, management company. And um, the reason I got hired is because I knew how to shake someone's hand and look them in the eye. And you taught us that in our ag class. And so thank you very much amazing yes something just simple like that yes oh my gosh okay quick break so again insert n-c-e-r-t look into that people because it's an exclusive for superintendents you said that right tim hire yes all right and so is i mean i gotta ask is your opponent part of this exclusive superintendents club no, Craig's not a member. Uh, it's a member of 85 superintendents from the, around the nation, and you have to be invited to be a part of that organization. Okay, so when someone assumes that, you know, you don't have experience, you have probably a little bit more experience, and you're an exclusive club for superintendents. So we've got to think about that. Yeah, this is my 12th year as a su superintendent. Uh, uh, it's been a, a great run. Um, I've had some really unique experiences. Um, as a superintendent in Woodlake, uh, I was superintendent of both Woodlake Elementary and Woodlake High School at the same time. They were not a unified school district. So two separate boards of education balancing two separate ideas about uh, how things should be done, how our kids should be educated, what the priorities of the districts were. And then it was my job as the superintendent to lead the staff in, in providing a seamless and uh, transparent um, education process for them so they didn't feel like, oh, when they reached eighth grade and now they were going into high school that it was a different school with a different philosophy and different ideas. Um, and so that was really a unique experience and, and it taught me a lot about uh, being a superintendent, um, which I think is one of the things that's really important as the county superintendent, um, being able to support each and every one of the superintendents around Tulare County uh, as they lead their individual districts is something that I uh, think is extremely important and is a, a quality characteristic that I have uh, looking at the superintendency for Tulare County. So why should, when, you know, we get our ballot and I got mine in the mail, so why you and not your opponent? Well, first and foremost, I think it's experience, you know, 12 years as a superintendent successfully, um, my connection to agriculture, I have a master's degree in agriculture um, and the support of, of the industry that drives Tulare County. I have a bachelor's degree in industrial technology and so uh, intimately familiar with the trades. Uh, and as we look at bringing back what used to be called vocational education, it was now career and technical education, uh, my experience and my passion for those fields uh, will lend itself quite uh, nicely to developing relationships with industry and understanding how we can embed that in our education for our students. That's awesome. And I see your father as well, right? Tell me about a little bit about your family. Yeah, I'm, I'm blessed. Uh, I've been married to my wife for 22 years um, and we have two wonderful children. My daughter is 18 and is a freshman at Clovis Community College studying biology and playing soccer. Uh, my son's a junior at Exeter High School. 
Um, and he uh, enjoys playing baseball and rodeoing. And so we're busy uh, an awful lot. I've been fortunate enough to uh, be able to coach along the way as part of the Exeter Little League board and have coached uh, Little League baseball uh, and then also help, uh, coached soccer for a number of years both in the AYSO and the club system. Uh, most recently one of the things that I'm extremely proud of is uh, the uh, South Valley United girls uh, club soccer team that I coached this last year. Ten of our 12 seniors that were on that team are playing college soccer and getting an education. That's amazing. This is so nice to hear, Tim. All right. Well, Tim, I need to know if we want to host a meet and greet or if we want to get a sign or buttons. Where, where do we go? How do we find you on Facebook, Instagram? What's your website? Sure. Uh, my website is www.hire, H-I-R-E, the number four, education.org. And it's the same for my social media, Hire the number four education. And so uh, reach out to me. I'm happy to respond. Uh, my email address is timahire at gmail.com. And I'll be answering emails and respond to messages on Facebook all the time. If you want to sign, reach out. Be happy to try to get you a sign and uh, look forward to things, uh, how they're going to shake out here on November 6th. I know it's an exciting time right now. I can feel it. So on my podcast, every podcast, I always ask people, I'm like, what's your favorite restaurant in Visalia? But because we're here in Exeter and your superintendent school's here in Exeter, I want to know, tell me about Exeter. If someone comes to visit here, I mean, I love uh, Monet's. I mean, that's like my spot. I love that spot. But other than Monet's, where do you, where do you like to go hang out in Exeter? Oh, there's so many spots, you know, here in Exeter that are, are fantastic. Um, we eat quite a bit at Alejandra's. Uh, Mexican restaurant. Uh, we love the pizza here uh, at Kirkman's VIP Pizza. And then uh, my uh, lunchtime spot is uh, Cafe Lafayette. What do you like to get there? Um, I usually do one of their burgers. Um, it's uh, it's awful filling. It's, it's really hard to go back to work after eating a wonderful <laughs> burger and having a wonderful meal at Lafayette. And do they have like milkshakes or fries or what else do they have there? Fries. Always have fries. You that's bet. Awesome. All right. Well, Tim, that's nice. See, you're just a typical human being. I mean, I think a lot of people I want to, uh, you know, show our listeners that you care about the county. You care about the children. You're a father. You like to go eating in Exeter. I mean, and and I've heard some, you know, positive feedback from you from your employees and from people at the Tillery County uh, Office of Ed. They're they're really excited for you. So is there anyone endorsing you or uh, publicly endorsing you? Yeah, I've got a, a long uh, list of endorsements that I'm extremely proud of. Um, I've got three of our five uh, County Board of Supervisors, uh, Kyler Crocker, um, Councilman-elect Dennis Townsend, and uh, Councilman Pete Vanderpool. Uh, I've also been endorsed by Assemblywoman uh, Connie Conway, Emeritus, and also endorsed by the Tulare Chapters of the California Teachers Association, uh, the Tulare County Deputy Sheriff's Association, uh, Exeter Police Officers Association, uh, California School Employees um, Chapter 15 here in Exeter have also endorsed me. So, as well as a number of uh, educators, superintendents, both retired and current superintendents, uh, I, I really am, am blessed at all the support that I've been able to to have this time. And if they go on your website, they can see all the endorsements, right? Uh, we've posted it on my Facebook uh, a couple of times, and uh, it. Uh, it comes out on, on social media. Awesome. Okay, we'll follow you on Facebook. All right, Tim, well, thank you for your time. I'm excited to see what November 6th brings, and much luck to you. Thank you very much, Jessica. I appreciate you very much. 
This is Emmanuel from Emmanuel's Automotive. Thank you for listening to Visalia's podcast. And remember, for all your automotive needs, visit us at Emmanuel's Automotive. You can reach us at 559-409-2133. Thank you.